Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast with your host, Adam Zeitler and Kyle Rohde. Hello and welcome into the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast. I am your host, Kyle the Delivery Men Rohde, and we're going to take a second and talk about breaking some. news. So, as many of you know, uh, Damar Hamlin, um, a defensive back for the Buffalo Bills, uh, suffered a great injury on Monday Night Football in the Buffalo Bills-Cincinnati Bengals matchup. It was, um, it was, it was tough to see. It's one of those things where I'm a fantasy football, you know, analyst, if you will, and it's one of those things where you have to put all that aside and worry about the well-being of that athlete. To as as stated, um, the reporters had said that he suffered cardiac arrest after delivering a hit to T. Higgins. It was a it was a sight to be seen. Um, and you saw the expressions on many of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals players' faces, Buffalo Bills uh, players' faces, that showed that this was actually a big deal. Something that um, well, you you don't you don't expect that going into a battle, if you will, um, between two teams to you know, very potent teams and they're, you know, jotting for position in the, you know, for playoff position and whatnot. So the night did not go as, as expected by many of the fans, well, you know, viewers at home and whatnot. But in, uh, in uh, the grand scheme of things, the NFL don't matter at that point in time, just the well-being of the 24-year-old uh, DeMar Hamlin and uh, the fantasy football delivery my podcast would wish you know wish his family well uh, prayers sent his way because we want a full recovery. As of the latest uh, news that I had uh, read, it had said he had gone from 100% oxygen to 50% oxygen, and that was about an hour ago from the recording of this podcast. So st- saying that he's not fully reliant on uh, oxygen is a good sign at this moment. Like I said, continued prayers out there for Demar Hamlin that he is able to recover fully, and that he, in fact, hopefully can get back on the field someday. If not, just to enjoy um, a long and prosperous life is um, what I'm sure his family is aiming for. I mean, that's kind of the disclaimer for this episode, which is going to spin us off into uh, different directions and whatnot. The whole point of me recording this week is for the crazies that do have a championship week 18s. So I'm still here for you, even though, you know, others might not be because uh, you're people too and whatnot. But for the people that had uh, week 17 championships, um, an announcement came on, on the majority of the apps that because of the unprecedented circumstances of this injury, um, they are leaving the week as is. They do have the option of, um, uh, you know, uh, if they, in fact, cause the game has been suspended, uh, and postponed rather due to the circumstances. And so they're going to give you the option of when that game is made up to have that in the scoring of the championship. That's up to you. I don't even, it, it feels, you know, weird to even talk about circumstances like that, but that is in fact what I do. I talk fantasy football. I like I said, and it's all well wishes to Demar Hamlin 
and his family. I'm just here for the ones, you know, that have maybe not have uh, known how it uh, affects their fantasy world, if in fact they do care at all. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue on as usual. Like I had stated, prayer sent Damar Hamlin's way to him and his family. Let's get him back at it. Um, but anyways, I'm going to move on to the breaking news. Christian McCaffrey is dealing with a, uh, with a mild ankle sprain. Imagine that. Uh, Christian McCaffrey injured. Ugh. See, this is why week 18 is such a mess because, but in, in the grand scheme of things, there are, you know, teams still, you know, fighting for playoff and playoff position, but some might be okay with the situation that they're in. Like uh, I believe Tom Brady has stated that he will play. You know Aaron Rodgers is going to play because the Detroit and Green Bay Packer game, which, uh, spoiler alert, I love gold. That's going to be a golden game. That's going to be a fantastic game for both of them. But uh, you have to keep an eye on the inactives as they do come your way. This is coming to you on a Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. And you're going to have to do your best to uh, pay attention, as most are, if in fact they do have a championship in Week 18 and whatnot. So, you know. If you didn't win your championship in week 17, like it stated in the previous episodes, don't give up. Learn from the experience. Um, make some trades. Uh, if it, in dynasty format, start planning ahead. Watch those college bowl games. See what some of these players that are, in fact, going into the draft and going to be available uh, next year. See what they're doing. You know, I mean, uh, there's a lot of big names that are floating around. And, you know, if the podcast continues into next season, um, we'll go and, you know, we'll cover that. If, if in fact we don't, well, you know, we've, we've given you as many uh, points and tips as we can. Um, that's another thing too, is the podcast may continue next year that I'm not sure if it will. I mean, it's, it's neither here nor there at the moment. Uh, I, I like I had stated in, in uh, signing off on most episodes, I do appreciate the listens and the people that continue to listen, even though it's currently down to just me doing the fantasy football gig. It means a lot to me that I can, you know, personally have people keep on listening, even though you don't have the dynamic of my uh, co-host Adam Zeitler as he continues to deal, you know, with life. He's, 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 he's really ashamed of his beard is what it is. And he doesn't want to come hang out with me anymore because he's worried his beard's going to get in the way of his sight or something like that. I don't know. I, I ain't got no excuses. But anyways, uh, back to football here. Um, Tua Tunga Viola is not going to be in the game plan for the Dolphins against the Jets coming up this week. Uh, that's, you know, some people relied on Tua, but he's been in and out of the lineup due to concussion protocols. It's one of those situations where if you have him, you obviously got to bench him. And I mean, well, you might as well drop him at this point. If you're in a redraft league due to the fact he's not going to play and, you know, save yourself the bench position and, you know, load up as you're going into uh, week 18 and whatnot. Um, and I mean, Nick Foles was injured for the Indianapolis Colts. You saw Sam Ellinger uh, come in the game and he was serviceable, but they were already so far behind it. It really didn't matter. Uh, but if in fact, Nick Foles was somebody you were looking at for a streaming option, uh, go ahead and look elsewhere. And I'm going to jump into some studs of the week. Because I'm a stud. And the first stud goes out to you, American, what you are doing. Uh, as I talked about earlier, DeMar Hamlin, uh, his, his GoFundMe that he was set up for to fund a toy drive for his hometown 
in McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania. The goal was $2,500. It has currently hit the $5 million mark, which is uh, which is amazing to show support for the situation at hand and whatnot and uh, donating to a cause that Tamar believed in. That's why the number, number one stud this week is you. Because I'm a stud. Mike Evans uh, gave you a heck of a week in week 17, giving you a 43.7 output in a half point PPR. In fact, the game log shows as he is the wide receiver one with 10 receptions on 12 targets, 207 yards, and three touchdowns. Showed up in a big way. And also, number two on the list it was Tom Brady, the one tossing the rock to him. Now, would it be the rock? Would it be the rock? That's more of a basketball term. We'll say tossing him the pigskin. That, that's a little more accurate. Anyways, Tom Brady finished number one quarterback on the week, 34 of 45, 432 yards, three touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of like a dark horse right now. I mean, they're coming, they're like the underdog, you know what I'm saying? And it's like you never count uh, Tom Brady out ever. So they, you know, they, they, they're coming in and they're gaining ahead of steam. So, you know, watch out for what Tampa Bay can do. Also, speaking of the playoffs, we got Daniel Jones on the list. As a stud. Because I'm a stud. He was 19 for 24, 177 yards, two touchdowns, but he had 91 yards of rushing and two more touchdowns, which made him very studly. Devontae Adams, no stranger to the list, but finds himself on it yet again. Seven receptions on 11 targets, 153 yards, and two touchdowns. Austin Eckler was a very, if you were an Austin Eckler owner, you're the, the second, I want to say the uh, second third of the season, not even the you know, second half. Actually, it'd be like the second two-thirds of the season. No, the last two-thirds of the season. There, we'll go with that. He's been phenomenal for your fantasy lineup. He was uh, 10 attempts, uh, 122 yards, two touchdowns, four receptions, 39 yards. Christian McCaffrey continues to be awesome. Uh, 19 attempts, 121 yards, one touchdown, 72 yards receiving. DeAndre Swift is back, hopefully, for the Swift owners, if in fact you do have him in that Week 18 championship. But he was very favorable to the Week 17 championship uh, owners. Uh, he was 11 attempts, 78 yards, one touchdown, 39 yards receiving, and a receiving touchdown. Jarrett Stenham, oh, this is interesting. I mean, he had a very, a very nice game against the San Francisco 49ers. He was the one filling in, taking over for David Carr. Messy situation there. What's it mean for David Carr in the future? Uh, time will tell because uh, his performance was pretty favorable. He was 23 for 34, 365 yards, three touchdowns, 34 yards rushing. He was the number three quarterback on the week. That's um, uh, that's pretty impressive. I, I, I'm, I'm actually interested to see if uh, David Carr finished uh, as a top three. Um, what did I say David Carr? That's not right. That's not right. I'm sorry. That's Derek Carr. David Carr was a quarterback from back in my day. It was It's actually his brother was drafted by the Houston Texans with the first pick overall. Their brothers, David, Derek, you know, tomato, tomato. But anyways, Derek Carr is the one I'm talking about. And I'm looking to see if he had a uh, – he had, the highest performance he had was a quarterback six in week three against Tennessee. So, uh, yep, Jared Stenham comes in and finishes as the – uh, QB three on the week, which is, mm, I guess it just creates more to the storyline of what's next for Derek Carr, I guess. But it's 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 going to be interesting nonetheless. I mean, he will be a serviceable option 
as a aging quarterback. My guess is that uh, the way things have been going, the Indianapolis Colts will probably end up signing him, and I'll just fall into a black hole of sadness. So why so blue, Panda Bear? Well, that's why I'd be so blue, Derek Carr. Stay away from Indy. I'm just saying. Anyways, Patrick Mahomes also finds himself in the studs list. He it was 29 for 42, 328 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Amari Cooper also fantastic this year currently wide receiver 10 on the season finishes wide receiver three this week with uh three receptions on four targets 105 yards and two touchdowns green bay packers defense stepped up in a big way this week and it led to a victory over the minnesota vikings they gave you 24 points in a fantasy football half point ppr uh russell wilson is a notable for a change jared goff similar brandon Ayuk finds himself on the studs list with nine receptions on 12 targets 101 yards and one touchdown 16 yards receiving uh jamal williams he's taken a little bit of a vacation from the studs list but now he is coming back to visit with 22 attempts 144 yards and one touchdown 13 yards receiving uh deshaun watson's also kind of a notable one uh travis Etienne, uh he's he's kind of coming out of the show i mean coming back again i mean he was doing very good with you know, earlier in the season with uh, three top 10 performances um, for fantasy output for running back. And then he kind of fell off the radar a little bit. But now with this uh, performance, he was nine attempts, 108 yards, one touchdown, 32 yards receiving. Pretty fantastic. Uh, Dalton Schultz finds himself as a stud, actually tight end, number one stud, seven receptions on 10 targets, 56 yards, and two touchdowns. DJ Moore, yeah, he's hit or miss all season, but. He's been doing all right recently with uh, Sam Darnold. He had six receptions on 10 targets, 177 yards. No, 117 yards. My bad. And one touchdown. And Jarek McKinnon, who is currently the number 20 running back on the season. Wow. Last four weeks, running back one, running back one, running back 21, running back six. Pretty phenomenal. And he only had two yards rushing, actually four yards rushing, but he had 52 yards receiving and two touchdowns, which is what got him there. New Orleans defense, uh, they scored you 20 points in a half-point PPR, um, depending on how your defense is set up, I guess. But uh, that was against uh, Philadelphia, which is kind of surprising because, you know, Philly Philly's kind of the top of the NFC, but things are fading kind of fast. It looks like um, Jalen Hurts will be back next week to make that final push going into the playoffs. So that's good news for uh, Philadelphia owners. Now let's jump into some jack leg. Jack leg. Uh, Michael Gallup, use a jack leg. Zonovan Knight, you've been a jack leg for a couple weeks now. You led people to believe that you were going to be awesome, but no. No, 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 no. Uh, Delvin Cook, Jahan Dotson, Pat Fryermuth, Joshua Kelly, Noah Fant, um, Nick Folk. Well, it's most most uh, kickers are jack legs anyways. Russell Gage, use a jack leg. Terry McLaurin, you let a lot of people down in the championship, including me. Uh, David Montgomery, Deontay Johnson, uh, Trent Sherfeld, Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams, uh, he's showing promise for next year. I mean, he hasn't seen north of 25% of the snap share, but he's he's going to be great. I, Detroit, if, if they can really get a – I mean, their defense has been kind of turning it on lately with Aiden Hutchinson. If they can just like keep that going in that right direction, I think Detroit's going to be a – going to be a force for years to come if, in fact, they can keep that same core group of members together. Zay Jones, use a jack leg. George Pickens, you hanging out in the jack leg bill. MVS, you've been here many times before. Oh, Greg Dorsetch, 
Uh, Romeo Dubs, use a jack leg. Trevor Lawrence, he's supposed to not be a jack leg, but use a jack leg. How does he end up as a jack leg? They won 31 to 3 for crying out loud. Did you not do anything? Yeah, 17 attempts. I mean, 17 completions on 21 attempts, 153 yards, and one interception. I guess if you didn't need him to beat Houston, you know, might use him. Hayden Hurst, use a jack leg. Deontay Foreman, you had a good game last week, but now this week, use a jack leg. Hunter Renfro, you caught a touchdown last week, but not this week, so use the jack leg. Uh, Evan Ingram, Jack Leg, Garrett Wilson, Jack Leg, hmm, Christian Kirk, and Juju Smith-Schuster. You lied to a lot of people going into championship week. You both are hanging out in Jack Legville. Alec Pierce, Randall Cobb, LaVisca Chenault. A lot of Jack Legs this week. And that's just really, that's just like so sad. But anyways, now we'll get into some of uh, the waiver segment of the week. Right, look, there's some people want to ride too. Pick them up. Jared Stenham, as we had talked about, his uh, quarterback three performance on the week last week. Uh, he'd be an excellent candidate for your uh, Week 18 uh, championship if, in fact, you are using somebody um, off the waiver wire because he's going up against Kansas City, a very favorable um, offense, I mean, defense to face, especially if you are in, I don't want to say up-and-coming quarterback, but if you keep performing like that, you would be up-and-coming. Uh, Brock Wright, if you're looking for a deep dive at tight end, it's not super awesome, but it's it's there. He's rostered in 2% of leagues, so you know he's going to be there. Isaiah Hodkins, we had talked about. Uh, Hodgins, rather, we had talked about. And he was 4 for 5 last week, 42 yards and 1 touchdown. In the last 5 games, he's had 4 touchdowns, which is actually pretty, it's pretty outstanding when you put it in the grand scheme of things, so... You know, he gives you the line pretty much every week. I mean, it's not a ton of yards, but he's given lines of around 12 to 15 points for the last four out of five weeks. So consistent, perhaps. Anyways, um, Richie James, uh, he performed very well last week. He's somebody to monitor in the um, on the waiver wire. On this waiver wire currently, they have Derrick Henry listed on that. Now, why would that be a thing? Why would that, I imagine it was because going into the championship redraft, he wasn't playing. Maybe people dropped him, but he's he's uh, he's in he's rostered in ninety seven percent of leagues. I just thought I'd talk about that just because I find that to be kind of a kind of a funny situation there. Um, I'm not seeing a whole lot of other great amazing things popping on at me from the waiver wire. Uh, there's some. There's some, you know, things you might want to take note of if, in fact, you're in a dynasty league and whatnot, or if you have it where your keeper, you keep one of the players on your team, and the next year, if, in fact, you did not draft them, but you did pick them up on waivers, and now you get them at his current ADP value, you might want to jump on some of these situations like Kelvin Ridley, uh, Trey McBride, Dearness Johnson, uh, Sam Howell, uh, Brock Purdy, He's actually still available in quite a few leagues, so that may be an option for you if you like what he's all about. Uh, Jalen Warren, uh, KJ Osborne, uh, Hassan Haskins. He's, you know, the backup behind uh, Derrick Henry. So if, in fact, you know, Henry's, the wheels are kind of maybe falling off. We don't know. I mean, he did have a great season so far this year, but, you know, he's he's getting up there in age, and Hassan Haskins is right behind him. If you don't have, if Tyler Algier is out there, go ahead and grab him. Tony Pollard, Robert Woods. Um, those are guys that you can, you know, grab. And like I said, if it's a dynasty and some of these guys happen to be out there, go ahead and stash them for next year. If in fact your waiver wires are already open. I know I'm currently in one league where 
they have already refreshed the league and there are trade offers already being tossed around. So uh, I, I believe that's a little too early for that, for my taste. But if in fact you do have the itch to go ahead and um, uh, get, you know, get the trading going, get it done early, I guess. I mean, but like I said, I would wait till closer to the beginning of next season, Current, you know, in my opinion. Uh, but that's what it is. It's just an opinion. I don't try to force my opinions on anybody. You want to know why? Because I don't want you to force your opinions on me. But did you know... Kyles, did you know fun fact of awesomeness? Only three players in Cowboys history have had 90-plus receptions, 1,200-plus yards, and 8-plus touchdowns in a season. I mean, in the same season, and that is C.D. Lamb, Des Bryant, and Michael Irvin. Kyles, did you know fun fact of awesomeness? And they all wore number 88. Did you know that? Kyles, did you know fun fact of awesomeness? I'm sure you did. I'm sure you knew that they were all number 88. That's kind of like Jerry Jones's thing. Like, you can only be so good to wear number 88. And if I give you number 88, you got to perform. I don't know if that's how he talks. I just assume that. That southern drawl that it's like smooth like molasses or whatever the crap. Anyways, so I think we can, you know, now that we cleared all that information out, we can go ahead and jump into the week 18 preview. preview. So what we got on Saturday, uh, January 7th, is the 13-3 and Kansas City Chiefs at the 6-10 and Las Vegas Raiders. I'm also making this one. I love gold. We might strike gold multiple times this week. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he doesn't leave your lineup if, in fact, you have the Week 18 championship. Once again, asterisk, you might be that person. And if you are, hats off to you. Maybe it takes it to a whole other level of uh, crazy that I don't understand. But maybe I want to. No, I don't want to. Anyways, uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to be in your lineup. Jack McKinnon has shown that he's been phenomenal in the receiving game. So especially if you have a half-point PPR, you want Jack McKinnon in there. Isaiah Pacheco on the ground. He's been finding the end zone. It's promising. Josh Jacobs, currently the number three running back on the season, and he deserves it because he's been phenomenal. Um, like I talked about uh, Jared Stenham, if in fact he is being um, thought of as a streaming option, go ahead and shoot your shot on it, whatnot. Uh, Devontae Adams, he's in your lineup. Juju, you disappointed a lot of people last week, but you are technically the number one option there in Kansas City. Uh, Hunter Renfro, mm, I need to see a little more of that. Darren Waller's been performing phenomenally, so has Travis Kelsey. So both of those tight ends are in play this week for your lineups. Then we got the 7-9 and nine Tennessee Titans and the 8-8 eight and eight Jacksonville Jaguars. This game is a win, and you win the division. That's pretty cool. I mean, we actually got uh, two of those that I know for sure. Um, I'm well, actually not win the division, but two you know, when you get in type situations. Um, the 7-9 and nine Tennessee Titans at the 8-8 eight eight Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, although he was a jack like last week, looking to bounce back against Tennessee. Derrick Henry, if he's good to go, he's good to go in your lineup. Same with Travis Etienne. Uh, Christian Kirk disappointed you last week, but he's the wide receiver one there. If you're looking for boom bust, you're going to go Zay Jones. Um, I don't like anything Tennessee's about in the passing game, receiving game. Uh, Evan Ingram, He's 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 been good this year. He's I mean he's finishing right now as the number five tight end in the season, which was very unexpected. But he might be you know if he's out there and not rostered by you, he's currently available in about thirty four percent of leagues. And if you're looking for a tight end, there's your option right there. The eight and eight 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the 6-10, and 10, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Tom Brady, if in fact he is playing, I mean, like I said, they had clinched the division already, but if in fact he's playing, he's playing on your lineup. Uh, we got uh, Rashad White, who is kind of giving you kind of that floor of around 10 points worth of uh, fantasy points. Uh, Leonard Fournette, he's currently the number 11 running back on the season, so he should be uh, in your RB1 spot as that's where he belongs. Tyler Ogier has really turned it on as of late towards the end of the season when they started really utilizing him. Uh, so he'll be in your lineup. Cordell Patterson, eh, boom, bust kind of flex option for you. So I mean, play, 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 play. Drake London, uh, currently number 38 um, wide receivers. So he'd be your wide receiver three type flex option. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, wide receiver one, wide receiver twos. They're phenomenal. Not really excited much out of the out of the tight end uh, area for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Atlanta Falcons. So we have the eight and eight uh, New England Patriots at the twelve and four Buffalo Bills. Um, if in fact, I mean, and and this is all you know speculation. Who knows what the future holds as far as if any of the games are going to actually happen next weekend, given the circumstances uh, that have occurred on Monday Night Football. I'm not sure. I'm just preparing for like they are. So that's why I'm giving you the information that I am. Josh Allen will be in your lineup. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson will be in your lineup. Uh, Devin Singletary, James James Cook in a flex full point PPR. Uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, wide receiver one. And as always, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, if you're shooting your shot in a flex option, Jacoby Myers should be in your lineup. He's currently the number 32 Wide receiver, so you're talking wide receiver three. If you do not have that option, then a flex option, especially in a full point PPR. Uh, Dawson Knox, Hunter Henry are both mm, pretty much one and the same when it comes to uh, tight ends. So, you know, maybe they'll hit it up for you. Maybe they won't, but um, I'd feel more comfortable with Dawson Knox in that situation. The 12 and 4 Minnesota Vikings at the 3 and 13 Chicago Bears. Um, granted, they are going to play Justin Fields. He was. Kind of, you know, feeling a little bit of a hip injury in the last game against Detroit. But if, in fact, he's good to go, he's good to go in your lineup. Uh, that rushing upside that he provides is just something that you can't really, it's not It's not on every team. So it's like you, if you got it, you got to use it. Um, David Montgomery, currently number 23, running back, has kind of fallen off as of late as um, Khalil Herbert's been sharing a little more of the backfield with him. I don't like any of that. Uh, but if I had to pick one, David Montgomery, uh, running back to flex option, uh, Delvin Cook, even though it wasn't a great performance last week for him against the very potent uh, Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he's, he's still running back one for your team. Justin Jefferson's looking to bounce back and make a push for, um, the single season wide receiver, uh, single season receiving yards record. Uh, that is currently held by Kelvin Johnson, but he is uh, trying to make a push for it to make it happen for him. Adam Thielen is going to be your wide receiver three flex option against the Chicago Bears. Don't like really any of the Chicago Bears wide receivers, so you can't really go that direction. Uh, TJ Hawkinson and Cole Komet both can be tight ends in your lineup this week. The 10 and 6 Baltimore Ravens at the 12 and 4 Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Lamar Jackson is set to be back this week. Um, but they still don't know for sure if, in fact, he will be, if, in fact, he won't be. Um, mm, I don't really like Tyler Huntley against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals defense, so I'd kind of avoid that. J.K. Dobbins, 
He's been giving you that floor of about 10 points. So that'd probably be your option. J.K. Dobbins and Mark Andrews are pretty much the only ones that I would suggest for Baltimore if you're looking for a Baltimore player. Uh, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, um, Tyler Boyd. The you know they're all they're all options that you can play in you know in any any of your spots and feel comfortable as far as wide receivers through a, a flex option. Um, the two thirteen and one. Houston Texans at the 411 and 1 Indianapolis Colts. This is gross, I know, but here we are talking about it. Zach Moss, if you're looking for a 8 to 12 point uh, fantasy output, just kind of some kind of stability, mm, there's that. Uh, Michael Pittman, he found the end zone last week, which is phenomenal for him. Uh, Brandon Cooks also has actually been playing, so that's actually good news for him. Do I trust it? Mm, maybe against Indianapolis. Their defense hasn't been nothing much. So, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks for start of the week. I think he's going to find himself the end zone this week, so let's watch. I don't like any of the tight end options um, for either team, so we can uh, move on from that dumpster fire of a matchup. We got these 7-9 and nine, uh, New York Jets at the 8-8 eight and eight Miami Dolphins. Hmm... Mike White is the starting quarterback currently for New York Jets, so I do like Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. Uh, well, I like Garrett Wilson as a wide receiver one, wide receiver two option. Corey Davis and Elijah Moore, those are your options in the flex option. Um, in the backfield, Michael Carter. Mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust much out of that backfield, so I'd kind of stay away from that currently. Uh, in the Miami Dolphins backfield, you got the options of Jeff Wilson or Raheem Mostert. Both are fine flex options this week for you uh, as they have been putting up comparable uh, points for you in your fantasy lineup week in and week out. Uh, Terry Kill, Jalen Waddle, there's no reason to ever think about taking them out of the um, offense whatsoever. Uh, well, not their offense, your offense of your fantasy team. Um, Tyler Conklin, he's a fine streaming option if, in fact, you need one. And if you're looking for the deep dive, uh, I don't know if I really like it against, um, yeah, yeah, what the heck. Uh, Mike Kosicki is the tight end. Uh, He'd be a streaming option for you against a favorable matchup against the New York Jets as they are not so good at stopping the tight end. We got the 6-10 Carolina Panthers at the 7-9 New Orleans Saints. Um, Hmm. No, not golden game uh, material, but I do like Deontay Foreman in this one. Um, DJ Moore, um, Terrence Marshall. Uh, I, I, I'd have Terrence Marshall in a, a flex uh, situation. Elvin Kamara is going to be a lineup. Uh, Chris Olave uh, looked like he was back last week with four catches uh, for 42 yards. So he's back in your lineup. Fine rookie season for him. Uh, Taysom Hill, if you're looking for boom bust, he did, you know, he's been giving you the points the last couple of weeks that you're kind of looking for as a quarterback slash running back slash tight end slash don't know what the crap is going on. But, uh, yeah, you can go ahead and throw Taysom uh, Hill in your lineup against the Carolina Panthers. And then we got the 7-9 and nine Cleveland Browns at the 8-8 eight and eight Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, Pickett's playing, so you're going to go Pickens uh, at wide receiver. Even though he did have a not-so-good week last week, he's going to have a bounce-back one against Cleveland Browns as this might become a shootout at some point. Um, Deshaun Watson, fine streaming option. Kind of gives you that in-between 15 I can see 15, 21 points against uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, Nick Chubb doesn't leave your lineup ever for any reason, unless you're crazy. Kareem Hunt, 
hasn't been getting the love as he's been hanging out in my old house since, well, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. Anyways, uh, Najee Harris is going to be in your lineup. Amari Cooper, phenomenal season for him. Donovan Peoples-Jones is a flex option for you. Deontay Johnson also can be, I'm going to go on, on record and say uh, wide receiver three. What the heck? Uh, David Njoku and Pat Fryermuth are both fantastic options at the tight end position. And then moving on to the Los Angeles Chargers at 10 and 6 against the 4 and 12 Denver Broncos. Ooh. I mean, Russell Wilson actually had himself a week last week, but I mean, in this matchup, that's mm, not as favorable. Um, but if in fact he wants to prove something, they are playing with a different head coach, not Nathaniel Hackett anymore since Denver let him go. So Russell Wilson, Cortland, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say Russell, Russell, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be, you're gonna be a start of the week this week. Russell, oh no, I'm not sorry about it. Oh no. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Latavius Murray is a shoot your shot kind of a candidate in this one. Maybe a flex option. Kind of gives you that floor of about nine to ten points. That's what I'm seeing out of this one. Austin Eckler gives you running back one. Um, Keenan Allen, Mario Jones, um, uh, Mike, Mike Williams, they, they're in your wide receiver one, wide receiver three categories. Um, more Mike Williams at wide receiver three than, you know, Keenan Allen, wide receiver one. Uh, if you're shooting a shot, uh, you got Joshua Palmer. You can always feel free to do that. Uh, he was not targeted in the last game in Goose, but, you know, that's kind of how it is with him. I mean, you never know when Mike Williams is going to go down. I'm not wishing that upon him. Not doing it. Not doing it. Anyways, Jerry, Judy, Cortland, Sutton, they can be in your lineup. Um, and Gerald Everett, who has had a phenomenal season as the tight end 13 currently, he can also be starting for your tight end position. Then we have the 9-6-1 New York Giants at the 13-3 Philadelphia Eagles. It'll be interesting to see what they do here as far as who's sitting and who's starting. Uh, New York Giants can't make up a real lot of ground in the you know push for the playoffs. They're already playoff bound. But if, in fact, we are going to use the scenario as if they are playing, we're going to go Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts are in your lineup, uh, Saquon Barkley, um, Miles Sanders as well. I mean, the last couple of weeks haven't been really ideal, but I think with Jalen Hurts back in the lineup, that's going to take the pressure off of them, focusing solely on the running backs. So that'll be favorable for um, Sanders. And uh, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, they're both in your lineup. We had talked about Isaiah Hodkins. Uh, he's going to be in your lineup if, in fact, you're looking for a flex option with a steady floor. Uh, Darius Slayton, nah, I don't, I don't like what that's about. And then Dallas Goddard, uh, Goddard is a phenomenal tight end since coming back from his uh, injury uh, three weeks ago. And we got the five and eleven Los Angeles Rams at the eight and eight Seattle Seahawks. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Seattle Seahawks will be playing all their players as they do need to win to still have an opportunity to stay in the running for um, uh, the playoffs. Um, Geno Smith's going to be in your lineup as a kind of a streaming option, but actually you can start them if you get comfortable with that floor of about 16 to 21 points. Uh, Keenan uh, Kenneth Walker is going to be in your lineup. Uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett also never leave your lineup. Um, Cam Akers has been... Pretty steady for uh, Los Angeles as of late, so he's a good flex option for you. Or running back two, if in fact you're looking to fill that spot, you know, whatnot. Uh, Tyler Higby, he's been kind of hit or miss lately, but, you know, it's he's still a really good tight end. I mean, currently number, ten, number seven tight end on the season. It's one of those options where, 
you know, maybe catches three touchdowns like he did two weeks ago. I don't know. Take your chance on that. Uh, Noah Fant is giving you a floor of about five to ten points. So if you're comfortable with that, you can go with Noah Fant. Um, the wide receivers for Los Angeles are, mm, if I were to rank them, I'd go Van Jefferson, Brandon Powell, Tutu Atwell. I mean, it is what it is. It's not very attractive, nor would I suggest anybody on that team to um, uh, to your fantasy lineup. Uh, the 4-12 and 12 Arizona Cardinals at the 12-4 and 4 San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy has been, as I say every week, pretty stinking fantastic. So he's going to be in your lineup. CMC is going to be in your lineup. Granted that he's healthy. Brandon Ayuk has shown that he's been uh, targeted. Um, Debo Samuel and Elijah Mitchell are set to practice this week. That's a good sign uh, for, you know, uh, well, I mean, at this late in the season, you ain't going to toss Elijah Mitchell in your lineup over CMC. But if, in fact, Debo Samuel is back, that might be an option for you if you held on to him for the IR position and you have a Week 18 championship. And if he's back, then that might be somebody because he has that running back threat, but also the wide receiving threat. So uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, if, in fact, I had to choose one in this matchup, um, I would go with Marquise Hollywood-Brown because DeAndre Hopkins last week was, you know, inactive. So what does that mean? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. They might just keep him inactive since they are not a playoff-bound team and they have nothing to prove, really. The Dallas Cowboys at 12-4 and four and the 7-8-1 and one Washington Commanders. This is, uh, you know, Washington Commanders are no longer able to make the playoffs. So this is more of a spoiler thing where they're like, I just want to slap around our division rival. Uh, so... Uh, Brandon Robinson, I mean, Ryan Robinson, I, I could see him having that steady floor of uh, 8 to 10 points. But last time he played against Dallas, he gave you zero points. You want to know why? Because he wasn't playing yet. So we don't, we haven't really seen him against this Dallas defense. But if I were to pick one of the running backs, I mean, it would be Brian Robinson. Ezekiel uh, Elliott, uh, he's finding the end zone uh, pretty much each and every week. He's currently got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 touchdowns on the season. Phenomenal for Ezekiel. Yeah, not a huge amount of um, uh, yard output, but you're finding the end zone. It's kind of similar to like a Jamal Williams situation, I guess. Uh, Tony Pollard, if he's back, he's in your flex position. CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. CeeDee Lamb is going to be your wide receiver one. Michael Gallup, flex option. If you're looking for boom bust, um, T.Y. Hilton actually has... Had some decent games the last two weeks, uh, being a deep ball threat still at his age. Uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, if you're looking for a flex option. Dalton Schultz should be in your lineup. And I don't like any of the options at tight end for the uh, Washington Commanders. But then the big one, this one's huge, and they made it the Sunday night extravaganza. You got the 8-8 eight eight Detroit Lions at the 8-8 eight eight Green Bay Packers, and it's a win-and-get-in situation which is insane. I mean, it's just, it the stars don't align too much like this and their division rivals and they hate each other and whatever. Anyways, Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, uh, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, um, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon and a flex, uh, flex. Uh, we also got Alan Lazard, maybe wide receiver three, Christian Watson didn't do much last week, but he's, he's been, he's kind of dinged up, but he's coming back. Uh, I'm around St. Brown, DJ Chark. Um, Robert Tunyon actually got some love last week, and he actually gave you 12.7 um, fantasy points and half-point PPR. And if you want to shoot your shot with any of the tight ends uh, with the Lions, you know, feel free to do so. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, that lines that, that pretty much uh, wraps up the Week 18 Championship preview. Up, 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 preview. Like I said, I don't agree with it, but I'll continue to give you the best advice this side of the Mississippi. If that is, yeah, whatever. You, you know what I'm saying. But anyways, um, once again, uh, you know, take some time. Uh, toss some prayers out for uh, the Hamlin uh, family and Damar Hamlin. Um make it a point to um you know your prayers are heard and whatnot i mean it's just one of those things where it's just you know speak it into the universe if you never prayed give it a try you might like it sometime i pray on the reg so it's like go ahead and do it i don't mind doing um but uh thank you to the listeners uh i do appreciate you listening week in and week out and uh leaving reviews it is very much appreciated uh, thank you to our sponsors, Anchor and the Brothers Three of Ocanto. And Rhymer Heating. Ooh, got that one. Boom shakalaka! We don't want to give them the long one. We don't want to do that. But anyways, as stated, um, if in fact I am not back next week, that doesn't mean I'm gone forever, but it means that we are uh, thinking about how to process the future and move on and see if the Deliverman Fantasy Football Podcast is in fact... Um, uh, something that wants to continue. I mean, we, and I thank you for the three years that um, some of our listeners have been listening. That's phenomenal. It, it means a lot. I mean, there's been a lot of laughs, a lot of memories made. Um, so, I mean, if if I guess if enough people push for it, um, yeah, I'll make it happen in one way or another. So, once again, thank you to the listeners. I do appreciate it. And in fact, if I don't see you from here on out or you hear my voice anymore, how bad was that bye 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 that's like the worst one ever i can't i can't i can't like just send you off with that man let me down and we are the fantasy football delivery men podcast out